0: This week, we have some retrograde realness. We are in the heart of the eclipse portal, and Jupiter is moving into the fiery sign of Aries. Let's go. It is time to kickstart your heart. We're going to get ready to rise. And of course, we can probably expect some cosmic curveballs from the universe. And I'm going to get into all of that and more and what it means for you in some practical, applicable, accessible terms, hopefully. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. How are we doing? How are we? Baddies, I'm pulling up a drink. I have my my water bottle here, and I just, how are we? How was the Taurus eclipse? For those of you who are new, I'm Maddie Murphy. I'm your cosmic consultant, your high vibe pipe woman, and I just live for hearing about your journeys and stepping into the wholest, most aligned, empowered version of you. And I know a lot of you um, experienced quite a lot under these Taurus eclipses, the Taurus eclipse, Uh, April 30th, conjunct Uranus, the North Node. It was a very positive, supportive new beginning You might have felt it. It had definitely lots of connections to values and real estate and worthiness and romance. It was just yummy. I liked it. I loved it. I want some more of it. I highly recommend it. It was also my grandma, Helen, who is one of my deepest spirit guides and is always with me and is the reason I started this whole Cosmic Rx journey because she came through basically every Akashic psychic reading ever and was like telling me I had to do this and she's a Taurus, and her birthday was on that eclipse, and she's in heaven, but she's 90, 90th on the solar eclipse, and she was doing some major work up there. I was feeling it, so just wanted to shout out her, Grandma Helen, the original cosmic bombshell who started this all, and yeah, let, slide my DMs later. Let me know like what was going on for you on that day, any new beginnings, anything happen. Let's do some announcements. I'm really excited to talk about Like we have so much happening in the sky this week. It's a little banana pants, okay? So let's get into our announcements. First, we got to announce the winner of the Cosmic Batty Bundle. Obsessed with this review I had from one of you. If you're not familiar with the Batty Bundle is, it's when we give you three free months of our premium daily texting, three free months of our monthly moon guide, which is like a 40-page guide I write every month with all the moon information, rituals, astrology, all the stuff you need to get by for the month. And access to our community platform, our group chats, and of course, our twenty-one days of real self-love course. So, this week, randomly selected SAC forty-four. They said, "I am so happy I found this podcast. Maddie's voice is so soothing, while also being very empowering. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like I am talking to a friend when listening. I love how she relates astrology to real-life current events, and she makes predictions that are on point. One of the only podcasts I get very all caps excited for every week. Maddie is your." personal hype girl who shows you how to own your own power, reach your goals, and live your authentic life. I also love that she's super progressive. If you're a witchy weirdo, the show is for you. Thank you, Maddie. Love that whole, I I love just the resonance of the people in this community, the people who find this podcast. We're just like vibing, right? Everything you wrote in that review, thank you, SAC44. It's just exactly my intentions when I started this podcast. I wanted to find people who would like all of that. So thank you. Other quick Virgo housekeeping announcement is I am opening up two spots in my mentorship program, one-on-one. So if you've been interested in that, I know last time I, I you know, only had certain select numbers. So if you didn't get in, you know, hit me up again. I would love to kind of have a free consulting call with you, see if it's a good fit again. Or if you're new, definitely put your name on the wait list. I'll be opening up next week. But this is just my one-on-one, four-month container. We go through everything mindset, intuitive work, embodiment work, shadow work, through the lens of your birth chart. And we also just kind of figure out what do you need to do to kind of step into that highest, hottest, most confident, empowered version of you. And it's truly magic. The alchemy that happens with these people in, in this container, I am blown away that I get to witness the manifestations, the the clarity, the healing, the integrating, the just like transcendent shit that happens. I just can't believe this is my work. I get to do it. It's so cool. And also we get to hang out for four months and you get to like vox me all the time and we get to have our um, our own little podcast on there. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely put your name on the wait list. I always, you know, do like a first week, whoever signs up, whoever I get in first. I only have two spots this time, so I don't know if I'm going to do this, but I like to do little bonuses or giveaways or Something just to, you know, give us a little incentive. We all need a little incentive, which is going to be a big uh, Jupiter and Aries theme. I'll talk about that in a moment. So, those are my Virgo announcements. And um, if astrology isn't real, the moments from the week behind. So, this week, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I have three pretty major things to talk about happening in the planets this week. But I wanted to shout out Thank you so much to the Allegedly Astrology Girls, Elise, Sarah, Dana, last week. I had so much fun with them. That was a hoot. I got so many great comments and DMs um, from all of you listening. They are like truly superstars of what they do with that. And um, it was a a real hoot. So I'm going to keep my astrology isn't real moments that I observed to a minimum. But I am curious during this eclipse portal, I thought we're going to have a long list of things and with mercury retrograde in the mix. So keep your eyes and ears out, bunnies. The two things that stood out to me a lot were obviously just watching the stock market and watching Bitcoin do a whole bunch of crazy things. We know Taurus rules finances. Uranus was right on top of this black moon eclipse and um, shit got crazy. And really, obviously, like unless you're un- been living under a rock, you probably heard about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial happening now truly, I've been following it at such a light level. I've been really trying to not be on my phone as much and like doom scrolling through things, but my lovely hairstylist filled me in. And so that of course had to do the little astrology, see what was happening in their charts. And so of course this is all leading up to the eclipse. The trial has been leading up to the solar eclipse in Taurus, and they both have a Venus in Taurus, which rules their love and their values and their relationships and money. So them both having this eclipse hit their Venus makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Johnny Depp's 10th house is ruled by Taurus. So his public image going through a some kind of zap, new beginning, new, new electricity shoot through this eclipse. And Amber Heard has her son in Taurus on the cusp of her, it's really her second house, but really close to her first house. And just meaning again, this eclipse hitting them in two areas that are Kind of deeply personal to them. Again, we always all feel eclipses, but if you have the eclipse on your rising or your sun sign, you're gonna feel it a lot. And then if you have it on again, these like near your midheaven, your Venus, your Mars, you can really see like the themes of the eclipse, how it's playing out. So for the two of them, both being put in the public image and the spotlight, whether that's through the tenth house or your sun sign, your identity, your ego being kind of put on blast during this eclipse because of Venus things, love, money, values, all of that. Very literal astrology. Am I right? So let's move on to the moon report. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me. I always want to talk about the moon. Shout out to mama moon. I love her so much. I'm so grateful for her. <laughs> really, I just think like, look up in the sky sometimes and I'm like, thank you. Thank you for being a friend. This is your emotional weather report. Again, if you're new here, I'm sorry, I'm not. I always forget to do the intros of stuff. But if you're new here, this is where we look at your emotional weather for the week. So, this is the inner weather. This is like how we're going to be feeling. And we understand how we're going to be feeling. We can just self regulate and show up as a lot more like, you know, clear, empowered versions of ourselves. So, Friday, the day this podcast comes out, we have a Cancer Moon Day. So, Cancer Moon, you know, we're really feeling all kinds of cozy. You might be feeling Friday, maybe you want to stay in, maybe you want to make some yummy, get some Trader Joe's food, make it at home, take care of yourself, take care of your home. It's kind of what you might be like, you know, hang out with some family. We're we're feeling that, right? It's it's a little bit more of an inward introverted vibe. On Cancer Moon Days, we we might feel a little emotional. We might feel like really sensitive. And I just want you to allow yourself to feel those things. Don't Try to attach too many stories to the feelings or resist them. Just let it flow. Take good care of yourself. Treat yourself like you're a little toddler, right? Little snacks, a little bath, a little nap. That feels good Cancer Moon Days. We just want to look out for not being passive aggressive or overly clingy. We don't want to, Cancer is the sign of the mother and we don't want to be the smothering mother, right? We just want to be like loving and nourishing and nurturing, but also giving people their space. On Saturday the 7th, 7.49 a.m., the moon moves into Leo and we'll stay there. So we have a Leo moon weekend. Hello, love that for us. Saturday the 7th, Sunday the 8th, and into Monday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What does the moon in Leo mean for us? It means like we all might be feeling a little bit more warmth, a little bit more vibrancy. We might be feeling a little more extroverted. Um, we may be wanting to do something Playful or creative or dabbled in some self expression. Maybe we want to do something different to our hair, put on a little sexy outfit, or maybe just, you know, take time to do something just for play that's not for productivity's sake. So it's great weekend energy. I love when Leo moons fall on the weekends. I think we can really take advantage of them. Just do something that really like makes you light up and makes you feel like connected to your inner sunshine and your inner radiance. And we just want to look out for those days, Leo moon days for, it's like, mm, sometimes we need attention and there's nothing wrong with needing attention. Honestly, it's just about like how we go about getting it. So we just want to avoid drama or stirring up things or doing things that we know are a little like, you know, below the belt as a way of getting attention. We can just ask for attention. We can just shine bright. Yeah. And then Moon and Leo transitions into Virgo Moon around 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday. And then we have Virgo Moon on Tuesday and Wednesday. So these Virgo Moon days, you might be feeling very detail oriented. These are great days to do some editing, to do some organizing. Anybody who knows me knows I've been like in a deep organization as like my hobby the past few months. Shout out to home edit and just like TikTok for helping me get organized in every area of my life. And I really see why Virgo, like Virgo thrives under having, you know, containers for things, having everything have a home, getting rid of stuff you don't need. So I'm going to invite you those days, do a decluttering of a space, get organized, clear out your inbox, check some things off the to-do list that I've been carrying over week to week. You'll feel better, right? Getting rid of that. It's like psychic clutter. When you get rid of it, you feel clear and you're going to want to feel clear because these days on Tuesday, the 10th, Mercury is going to go retrograde. So the more clear we can get leading up to that, the better. And then Jupiter's also moving into Aries, which we're going to really want to feel clear for that. So things we're gonna look out for in Virgo moon days is just being unnecessarily or overly critical, harsh, or like nitpicky with judgmental with ourselves or other people. Virgo moon days can kind of bring that out. And, you know, some things, it just doesn't need to be said. Like if someone did something and they did it 80% right, and you're just like, "I, I could call out the other 20%, but does it matter? Is it important? Same thing for myself. Like, can I just give myself a little break, a little grace? And then Thursday, the moon moves into Libra, which is, you know, with the Taurus sun, it's double Venus energy. So a great day for love and romance and feeling into beauty. Like, Go hang out in a park. Go act like you're in, um, I don't know what, just like being painted by Monet. Go sit and have a picnic in a park or go put on your best like Bridgerton vibes. Like this double Venus energy is like color and texture and beauty and lusciousness. Go to a museum, go like, I don't know, home decor shopping, even if you can't afford it, like some luxy place. It's just a day to really drop into Venusian heart energy and we just want to look out for a Moon and Libra days where we may kind of be not honoring our own needs in the name of keeping the peace or not wanting to rock the boat. So just being aware of that. We don't want to go against ourselves. We don't want to betray ourselves. Um we can still like be people who bring in harmony. And peace situations without doing it at our own expense, right, baddies? I know, you know. I just gotta remind you every week because we're humans and this shit repeats. Like these lessons are on repeat. So let's shift gears now into the planetary planning. So, this is where I like to go over the big planetary transits of the week and how they affect us here on Earth. And there's kind of three major headlines happening right now, okay? There's retrograde season has begun. We had this beautiful glorious break with no planets retrograde. That time is over. We have shits going retrograde. Pluto station retrograde last week, April 29th. I didn't get to talk about it because I had I did this special bonus episode or special episode with the allegedly girls. I'll get into briefly what it means for you. And then we have May 10th. Mercury duh is retrograding in the sign of Gemini. And we'll move backwards into the sign of Taurus during that retrograde cycle. So that's one big headline, retrogrades. Then the second big headline is we're still in the heart of the eclipse portal. We are like in the belly of the dragon. We are weeks between eclipses. Eclipses always happen in pairs, sometimes a trio. And they happen in like this set. And the time between them, I wanted to think about like, we've been going down a funnel, right? Or down a drain and like, This is now going through the actual drain. We're going through the end of the funnel and we're going to end up like being shot out May 16th on the other side of something. So we're in like the swirling part of the drain. We're in the vortex. We're in a portal. Shit can feel weird. Things can feel spooky. Things can feel like unsettling. Things can just feel like surreal. It's like the week between Christmas and New Year's meets jet lag meets like, I don't know if you ever like go to your... High school at night and no one's there, or a mall when no one's there, or just those feelings where you're like, something is weird here. That's eclipse, the the time that we're in right now. So that's headline two. Headline three is Jupiter is moving into Aries, which is so exciting. Astrologers always like nerd out for, I think, Jupiter things. Like, we were really excited for Jupiter and Pisces. We're really, really, really excited for Jupiter and Aries. And I'm going to break down what that means to you, but spoiler alert, it's going to ask you to just do it with something, to take a big leap, to put yourself first, to kickstart your heart, accelerate your ambition, and just like go, go, lead, initiate, inspire, okay? So now working backwards, back to that. So the retrograde rundown. Pluto retrograde, what do we need to know about it? Again, I have a full write-up in the Taurus moon guide if you want to go deep. What I'm gonna say for this Pluto's in Capricorn. You know, we have these, the Pluto returns of the United States is this year. Pluto is in Capricorn where it has been since 2008. We have seen so much wild stuff happen. A lot of taking down of systems and structures uh, across the board. Lots of dismantling of things that are patriarchal, toxic systems. We've seen also like, you know, during that time, the rise of a lot of toxicity, the looking at it, the stripping it down. Pluto really connects us to like shadow energy, looking at what's been like shoved down the surface. Like Pluto feels like a garbage disposal to me that everyone like shoves their shit. Like, I don't want to look at this. We're just going to shove it down here. And then one day Pluto's like, surprise, like, and just like puts everything back up for us to look at and deal with. But it, Pluto could also be like into like a cave or like, you know, going deep, deep, deep below the surface going somewhere kind of scary, but then being like, wow, there's some really beautiful treasure in that, treasures in that cave, or we're striking, Pluto is like striking oil on the ground, like you're going deep below the surface, and then something emerges and comes up, but like, oh, wow, that's, you know, as so we know, oil is really valuable. So these are just kind of like some Plutonic analogies when we think about what happens when we work with Pluto. So this Pluto retrograde, I just like to say, I use this time, these planets spend basically half the year retrograde and direct, So we feel it, but it's not as intense as a planet that's closer to us, like Mercury. I'm just going to give you the Pluto retrograde RX. And this is going to be a great lead up to the May 16th lunar eclipse in Scorpio is I just want you to start thinking about the shadow work in yourself. Power dynamics that are at play. Is there anything you feel like you've been resisting or entangled in some dynamic where you feel like you're in, you know, like uh, just this draining situation of either trying to repress or suppress a part of you, whether you're trying to deny a part of you, if you're trying to push some feelings or emotions below the surface, if you're trying to force someone to do something a certain way or even manipulate them or control them? if you feel like you've been confronted with this feeling of like, oh, I maybe have had the things that I'm really proud of, my, my best traits have sort of become self-sabotaging to me, right? Like I'm really generous, but I've been maybe too generous lately and it's come back to bite me in the butt and that's made me resentful or made me want to withhold from that or maybe like you're not trusting of people. So I just want you to look at, there's great shadow work prompts online. I gave I give my clients a bunch, but even just starting with like, what's the thing I'm lying to myself about right now? Or what's the thing that I just don't want to be in resistance to anymore? And just all of this is about bringing the unconscious conscious, right? Like, that's just what it is, just bringing things to light so we can be aware of our patterns and be aware of our perceptions. And so we can just stop resisting and stop shoving down parts of ourselves that we think are unpalatable or unlovable and just like live in in wholeness, okay? So I'm going to be talking about shadow work a lot probably on the lunar eclipse in Scorpio podcast, so stay tuned to that. I've definitely done some podcasts on here, but Pluto retrograde, you know, explore and normalize all parts of yourself. Okay? Empowerment, stand in your power, in your wholeness of your power. Then the retrograde rundown, next up is we have Mercury retrograde in Gemini it starts off in Gemini. So hello there, back again. I hear like Mercury queuing up the tunes. So this is the second Mercury retrograde 2022. And yeah, like signals make it kind of scrambled under this because Mercury is in Gemini, which is Gemini is ruled by Mercury. And so Mercury going retrograde through Gemini kind of adds double the chaos, double the fun because Mercury and Gemini likes to go fast, wants to talk, wants to connect, wants to get shit done, is like multitasking. And then Mercury retrograde is telling us to like slow down and really like just slow our roll. And Mercury and Gemini is like, what? I don't know her. Slowing down? No, never heard of her. So, you know, as a reminder, Mercury is the closest planet to us and it's the fastest moving. And that's why we feel three or four times a year that Mercury appears to be like it's doing a backspin because we kind of catch up to it and mercury rules communication travel and technology so when mercury goes retrograde best believe those three areas we're going to feel it we're going to feel the rainbow wheel of death we're going to have travel delays and traffic jams we're going to have miscommunications in the group chat we're going to have he said she said moments we're going to have like scandals and things erupting around like miscommunication or you know data leaks or whatever kind of thing so It's also in the sign of Gemini, so I really want us to think about our friendships and our communications, okay? So I want us to really like think about slowing down with our words, not jumping to conclusions, and you know, just being really careful with how we're doing everything. That's part of the slowing down, okay? As someone who loves to move really fast and multitask, I always take Mercury retrograde as a time to like, I got to just like slow my roll and make time to you know, dot those I's, cross those T's, mind my P's and Q's and all that, okay? And there's always the golden opportunity under any transit. And under Mercury Retrograde, it's a time to go back. It's a time to look back on projects, especially with Gemini, things that involve writing, teaching, learning, social media, things that we were doing with our friends, ideas, things we had doing with our cousins, siblings, things that connect us to our local neighborhood things that connect us to so just communications in, in general and connections. We're going back, we out to an old friend we haven't talked to in a while. This is a great time to go back and make some good edits. And it's like, we have an extra dose of clarity. Maybe we didn't see the whole, we didn't see things before. And we're going back and we're like, oh, that's what I would do differently. Or, or now I'm really ready for the, for that conversation. I feel good about that now. And it helps us close out loose ends so we can feel more refreshed and feel lighter once Mercury stations direct again, okay? And that will be in June. And we're going to want to feel clear. Jupiter's going to be in Aries, and we're going to want to really feel like that, again, that forward momentum. So closing out those loose ends, I always tell people, be really careful with water near your devices and technology, and Mercury's retrograde, all right. Just like accidents happen, mishaps happen. Be really careful with checking recipients on text, emails, sex, nudes, especially. All right. And Gemini um, rules transportation, Mercury rules cars. So just be extra careful driving, no texting while driving, leaving extra time for traffic. If you can hold off on purchasing an automobile until early June, I'm going to recommend that. Things aren't always perfect, but we know we're encouraged to not really sign big contracts during Mercury retrograde. But trust me, I know sometimes life just hands us things and we have to deal with it. I bought my house during Mercury retrograde and yes, like hilarious things did ensue. Did I survive? Absolutely. But just, you know, if you can control it, if you can wait, you just might have more information on the other side of the retrograde, right? So yeah, thinking before we speak, staying curious, remain flexible. Big Gemini words, right? And Mercury Retrograde Gemini, you might bring some friends out of the woodwork, people you haven't talked to in a while, old coworkers, peers, maybe some people you haven't seen since the pre-pandemic times even. You can also look back to May 29th of last year, 2021 to June 22nd. We also had a Mercury Retrograde, Mercury Retrograde. in Gemini, I can't talk. My mouth is Mercury retrograding. So whatever themes or mix-ups or confusions you felt then, they may resurface, or you might feel a similar way to um, maybe handle it better this time, okay? Because you have the cosmic heads up from me, your girl. Thinking about all that, and then we'll talk about later in the month, May 22nd, Mercury will retrograde so hard, it will go back into Taurus, which we'll talk about that. But yeah, just follow some of that advice, stay grounded, Go slow and just be careful with all your tech and devices. Now, let's talk about Jupiter and Aries. I'm going to be continuing to bring up Mercury retrograde throughout, you know, until June, weaving it into our other talks. But this is one of the big transits of the year. Let's talk about. I don't know how to make like that club foghorn noise, but insert that here. And we have Jupiter is ingressing into Aries May 10th. October twenty eighth. And you know, kind of an if astrology isn't real moment. But when I was reading about this, I kept just seeing that Nike swoosh. And in my mind, it was like, just do it, just do it. That is what Jupiter and Aries feels like to me. You know, as a reminder, Jupiter, the largest planet in the sky that connects us to faith, expansion, the path of our soul growth, where like, yeah, it's like the shining the light on the part of our lives that we're gonna have the deepest, you know, ascension, expansion, ahas. Transcendent experiences in, and it's inside of Aries, which Aries, you know, is the ram, the head first sign, the planet of uh, the sign that's associated with action, courage, confidence, ruled by Mars. Um, and this is the first time that this is happening in 12 years. And I was like, wow, this just do it. It's like Jupiter and Aries, Jupiter is expanding this Aries energy. We feel it every year during Aries season. I know a lot of you feel it. It's like the rush of springtime. it's, it's such a high and Jupiter's going to be expanding that and really asking us to live in that and embody it. And it was interesting because I was like, I want to look up. And I looked up the just do it. And when that, you know, expression was coined by Nike and guess where Jupiter was in the sky, Jupiter was in motherfucking Aries. If astrology isn't real, right? It's like, so it's so literal. So that's going to be like the tagline. If you feel an impulse to start that business, just do it. If you feel like I am ready to go out on my own and go have a wild, sexy adventure, like backpacking across Europe, just do it. If you're ready to move out of that toxic situation, living with those roommates you don't like anymore, just do it. If you've been eyeing up that cutie at your local library and you're ready to freaking check them out in more ways than one, just do it. Go after it. Okay. Like this is the time to kind of follow the impulse, follow the urge. We've all been having a certain level of stagnancy. 2022 started to move the wheels a little bit, but at the end of Jupiter and Pisces, we can get a little impatient. Things are moving a little slowly. It's a little watery. And then Jupiter and Aries is gonna come in and be like, notice where you feel impatient. Notice where you're feeling that sense of urgency or that impulse that is showing you a sign in your body, probably where you're ready to move, to go, to be like, a racehorse let out, like poof, tracks open. Let's just fly. Okay. Like an Olympic runner, just go. Okay. Uh, okay. I keep saying, okay. I like, got you with me. So, Jupiter and Aries, you know, the last time we felt this was June 2010 to September 2010, and then again, January 2011 to June 2011. So, looking back on that always helps us understand what might be happening now and how we might be feeling again. And, you know, this is, we're going to really feel from May 10th, to October 28th. I want you to look at where you have zero degrees in areas of your chart. That is the big initiation. That is the big new life force energy, the big new potential coming in. And Jupiter will move into about nine degrees of Aries, and it'll stay there. And so if you have later degrees of Aries in your chart, you're gonna feel probably a little bit more of that growth happening in 2023 in that area. But zero to nine degrees is where we're gonna feel it in our chart and where we have, especially where we have that in our chart, but just in general in our life, because Jupiter really stretches out and affects, again, it's how we're expanding. It's how we're evolving. And Jupiter and Aries wants us to like put ourselves first, okay? Take the lead on something, inspire someone else with your courage, with your confidence. And Jupiter gives us a lot more kind of this like fuck it energy, this watch me energy, this why not, this why not me energy. And like just ride it, take it, take it and don't look back, okay? If you were waiting for the ability to like reinvent your life or put your most authentic face forward, this is the time, okay? With Jupiter and Aries, there's no failing. There's no falling. There's just like straight up huge victories. And then there's like lessons and fuel for more of your forward motion, okay? So you may notice that this is the beginning of a new 12-year cycle, okay? So we're feeling more of this independence. You may be feeling ready to do this, you know, zero degrees of Aries, a new initiation that is more in aligned with your current identity as it is right now. Maybe your identity has really shifted. Your sense of self has really shifted over the past few years. This is like a jumping off point to be like, okay, now where am I going from there? What am I creating in this new 12 year cycle from this place of knowing myself and trusting myself? in maybe ways I have never before. Okay. And what's interesting about this is especially like, for let's see, I think it'll be May, June, July, the degrees that Jupiter is going in is really following the Chiron and Aries territory, where Chiron and Aries, you know, moved through from mid 2018 to early 2022. So Chiron has been in Aries, especially during that time, right up into the early part of this year, really opening up wounds in ourselves looking at like where we have a core wound in our sense of self or identity where we have something blocked in our root chakra where we have some sort of like deep trauma physically or we don't trust ourselves or our anger or our ability to initiate or lead our life or know ourselves or like all these things kind of came up okay you probably felt that and whenever Chiron goes through a sign it's like i'm going to make you look at this i'm going to make you feel into something super uncomfortable, you're also gonna understand that like, through this deep pain, this vulnerability, there's gonna be a healing process, it's ongoing. And it may, it's actually gonna definitely ask you to heal through some unconventional means, taking some roads less traveled, taking some deviation from the status quo, but all this to help you tap into your superpowers, right? Chiron is that key in your chart. So that happened, Chiron like, opened all that up for us. We all looked at that. Now Jupiter is following in its path and being like, okay, now that you've healed, where do you wanna go? Jupiter's coming in with the fairy dust, with the glitter, right? With like, what was that? Like stardust, that Tinkerbell, like fairy dust. Like, I believe I can fly, I believe I can fly. Like, Like Tinkerbell energy, Jupiter's like, okay, you did the healing. Now I'm gonna just drop down some golden glitter from the sky and ask you, now with this new energy, I'm here to assist you in these beginnings, in these adventures, and these projects, especially if it's really important to you. And if it's important to you, that's reason enough to do it. All right? Fuck anyone else, as long as you're not hurting or causing harm. This is not about approval. Jupiter and Aries is not about seeking external validation or waiting for the perfect time for when good on everyone else's schedule. Uh-uh, honey, uh-uh, honey. It is time to amplify who the fuck you are. It's time to bring you back into yourself, into your life. And it's time to say, again, why not? Why not me? Let's go. Okay. This is exciting. This is new. This is fresh. It's joyful energy. It's giving me the F word. It's giving me fun. Give me a bunch of other F words freedom, you know, forward momentum. We're moving in this fresh new direction, and it's fast, baby. The other F word Aries energy is fast. You might feel like, Is this happening too fast? Is this happening too soon? Under this transit, I'm gonna say no. There are other times in life where I might be like, eh, Too good to be true, might be too good to be true, too fast, might be too fast. Jupiter and Aries, it's like we got the need for speed, and you're just meant to go. Like. I want you to think about you're just hitching a ride. You want to see how far you can go, how fast and far your legs can take you. And then you'll have a, you know, cool down moment, October 28th, Jupiter, go back into Pisces where there'll be some more like healing and cleansing and closing out. But yeah, this is not that time. This is the time to go forward and ask yourself like, what is rising within me? What is lighting me up? Aries energy is very connected to the body. After Pisces is very transcendent, Pisces is very ethereal, Pisces is, is in the other liminal space, Aries brings us back into the body, into the go. Any Aries you know, they're probably very physical areas in my life, take action, they're physical, they ground me, they like do things, usually they're great with their hands or with like, you know, spatial reasoning. With Aries, we're just like, get up and do something, okay? And it can feel carefree and it can feel joyful, so this self-initiation for you, like tune in to your body, okay? Your body consciousness has so much to offer you. And if you're feeling this ignited feeling in your body about something, something passionate during Aries energy, that is like your your intuition speaking to you. Intuition under Aries energy comes from the impulses, comes from like the physical instincts. If you're feeling like lit up butterflies over something, If you desire that thing, it desires you and your body is telling you that, like it's time to go. It is time to believe in yourself and let all of this tingly like energy fuel you, right? Fuel you and remembering who you are and why you're here. And it's time to really be yourself. Okay. We're obviously going to look out for whatever Jupiter is in a sign. We can overdo it. It's like, you know, Jupiter excess, wretched excess, shout out to Mantle George. Jupiter loves more is more. Okay. So we want to look out for just quickly, of course, like don't steamroll over others, Aries energy. We want to be like me first, but we also don't want to use it as an excuse to be insensitive or self-centered, selfish to the point where we're harming others. We want to keep our anger in check. We want to just make sure we don't burn out. We're here to light shit up, not burn the fuck out. And basically Jupiter and Aries, I'm like, here it is. Take up space, but don't be a dick. Okay. Okay. We know, but I'm going to say it again. Take up space, but don't be a dick. I don't have to tell you this, but I do. Maybe I do. I got to tell myself this sometimes because Jupiter and Aries is going to have us feeling a little, uh, a little like, yeah, a little, I, I'm excited for it. So, you know, Jupiter transits always offer us a new perspective. They always offer us the chance to tap into some major soul expansion to help us see the big picture. And that is what our souls are here to do. My babies, my baddies, my bunnies, our soul just wants to expand. So let it work with the Jupiter and Aries energy, rise above the small stuff, kind of like use this time to make joy and forward momentum and just feeling really fucking good about yourself, your biggest priority. It's time to put the head down, tilt up those horns. I want you to ram the F towards what makes you feel alive. I want you to take action, find strength, initiate something. This is a great time for like solo entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, people who do things on their own. If this is a great time to get back in your physical body, this is a great time to experiment with one of your passions. This is a great time to just really answer to no one but yourself. Of course, again, keep it in check, not being a dick. And just the time to return to that deeper knowing within you. And of course, just do it. Okay. So it's Aries and onwards baddies. We're going up, up, up all the way up. I'm so excited to see what you're all going to do during this time. I think it's just going to be a hoot. And of course, let me know in the meantime, let me know your clip stories, your retrograde stories. Come DM me at I am Eddie Murphy. I'm going to be catching up. I'm headed to LA this week to hang out with one of uh, to my one of my you know shamanic best friends, one of our coaches in our community, Jamie. Be soaking up the Cali vibes there, checking my DMs and just kind of like chilling out on this eclipse portal. Truly, I'll be back on the East Coast next week. Please tag us in anything you're doing, anything vibing, grounding down. I wanna see pictures of you with ass in the grass, grounding down for a tourist season. Tag us at the Cosmic Rx. And until then, you know, I'm your freaking girl. I am your high vibe pipe woman. I am wrapping you up in so much love and stardust. So you can just remember who the F you are. And if anybody messes with you this week, you just send them my way, all right? No one messes with my baddies. You are here for some big, shiny, glittery purpose. And until next week, just sending you the most hugs, the most kisses. Mwah.